Welcome to Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms. If you are a CRNA, a busy mom, or a busy CRNA mom, or a woman looking to permanently lose weight, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Brittany Kolb from Weight Loss by Brittany. I'm a busy CRNA mom and certified life and weight loss coach. And like you, I not so long ago struggled to lose the weight and keep it off. But once I shifted my mindset and learned how I could use my brain to reach my weight loss goals, everything changed. I was able to lose 40 pounds and knew I had to share the secret with others. I'm here to help you achieve your permanent weight loss goals by uncovering what might be holding you back. Let's get started. Hey guys, if you are returning to this podcast, welcome back. And if you are new to this podcast, hello, my name is Brittany. I am a certified life and weight loss coach and I'm the owner of Weight Loss by Brittany. And I help busy moms and women in healthcare do the deeper work necessary to gain control around food and lose weight permanently. So in this episode, I want to talk to you guys all about hunger, like all about hunger and all the things that seem to be coming up in my coaching that I wanted to share with you in hopes that it'll help kind of shift your mindset around hunger to a more comfortable place. So this concept is especially important for the women that I work with who are all like super high achieving, super busy women, mostly in healthcare, some in other fields. But the common theme is that they have little to no say over if and when they will get a break or lunch during their workday. And shifting this mindset around hunger is really necessary and so empowering for them. And when they get there, it is such a beautiful thing. So here's what I have for you today, and I hope it's helpful. So hunger comes up a lot, like I said, when it comes to weight loss coaching. And I know for me, when I first started on this journey, I hated being hungry. Hunger was something that I needed, that really needed to be like avoided at all costs, immediately sought for. Or I would eat at times that I wasn't hungry in order to avoid the potential of being hungry later. Um, I remember being on Hungry Girl's website, which she does like amazing stuff, but I was on there all the time trying to find foods that would like kind of fill me up the most. I had, when I was on Weight Watchers, which was like, um, like at least five times, I had like zero point items on me at all times in the event that I got hungry. I found like Weight Watchers recipes that had the most volume. And I would consume these things, whether I was hungry or not, or satisfied or not. And honestly, I didn't really think of it, like anything of it at the time, until I was challenged to think, like, why is hunger such a problem for me? And it's a problem for everyone, I find, for various reasons. And like an obvious example, and I've worked with several clients with this history, is that they had like a true food scarcity growing up. And so hunger was really triggering for them when it comes to like being a child and not having your basic needs met. And of course this makes like perfect sense why hunger would be such a problem. And my heart really hurts for those women. And, but we can also like take that history and kind of shift into a place of like safety and peace as well through coaching. So that's just one example. Um, You know, if we look back, like, the evolution of hunger in our life, right? Like, so most of us, of course, we're all born, we're drinking milk or formula or something with hunger as like a normal physiologic function. It's really like a sign that our bodily systems are working normally. We are born with the ability to sense we're hungry. We cry for food. We stop when we're satisfied, right? Like we aren't born eating to avoid being hungry. 
or eating in case food won't be there or eating to the point of being excessively full. You know, like babies are obviously really good at listening to their bodies. Like they, they do this so intuitively, like, and even toddlers, right. And then they get a little bit older and you'll notice toddlers just like playing for hours on end until they finally realize, or we realize like noticing them, like they're hungry and then they eat. And if there's still more food on their plate and they're satisfied, they just like quickly lose interest and leave a meal. Like they'll like eat half a cookie and like leave, you know? And I'm like, what in the heck? Like, that's like a real thing. Like, I remember looking at like my own son and just being like, oh, wow. Like if you just listen to your body, like you're just going to stop eating when you're done. That's amazing. So they are really intuitive into being able to listen to their bodies. And then let me grow up. And then at some point, (laughs) hunger became this thing that like needed to be avoided at all costs. We shifted from eating when we're hungry, listening to our body, and then stopping when we're satisfied to like eating to avoid being hungry rather than waiting to be hungry, overeating to avoid being hungry between meals. But like, why? Like, what is it about hunger that is so uncomfortable? Why did we start thinking of hunger as a problem that needs to be avoided at all costs? And like, probably the most important question is like, how is that mindset towards hunger, like hindering your weight loss goals? So these are just things I want you to consider. And if I was coaching with you, I would want you to answer all of those questions. So if you're listening to this podcast, I just want you to like break out a piece of paper, just think to yourself, like, you know, ask yourself those questions. So for the purpose of this podcast, I really want to dive into the question, like, what is it about hunger that is so uncomfortable? If you were to describe hunger to me, what would it be like for you? And I'm not talking about like unbearable, like eat your firstborn child hungry that makes you feel shaky or gives you a headache. Like mm. no one, I don't ever want you to be there. It just sounds miserable. I'm just talking about the hunger that's like manageable and doable because that's the type of hunger I want you to be open to experiencing in a comfortable way. Like what is that manageable and doable hunger like for you? Um, For me, it's like emptiness in my stomach, maybe like a little gargle. You know, if you are fat adapted, like my clients become, hunger usually stops right there. It doesn't get any worse and it goes away because your body decides to eat some food off of its body. It dines in. So when you think about hunger as like just an emptiness in your stomach or like a small tummy rumble, okay, why is that so uncomfortable? Just sit there. And just tell yourself, okay, hmm. just think to yourself, like, I'm hungry. I have a small rumble in my stomach and a bit of emptiness. When you think that to yourself, like, how do you feel? Is it just like noticing a sensation in your body? Is it causing any kind of real distress? Or is it like an emergency? All of a sudden, is it something that needs to be solved for right away? Or is it like, again, just a suggestion from your body that you might want some food sooner than later. And if you don't ingest some energy... It will utilize one of the meals that you have stored on your body to access for energy instead. Hence the hunger goes away, which it always will. Um, Where I see people having trouble with hunger is when they feel that twinge of hunger and they immediately think to themselves, and again, your thoughts create your feelings. So I, I don't want this hunger. I don't want to feel this hunger. I can't wait for this hunger to be over. I can't wait to eat. I need to eat right now is another thought. Like this is an emergency. This is a problem. I can't function in my job. I can't focus if I'm hungry. Like when you think that way, how do you feel? My guess, and for most people, 
is that all of a sudden, not only are you hungry, but now you're anxious, overwhelmed, stressed. All of a sudden you are consumed with the idea of eating, obsessed with whether or not you're going to make it to a break or who's going to get you out of this case or what time you're going to get lunch. And it adds a layer of anxiety and overwhelm on top of hunger, which feels like 10 times worse. It makes you believe that you can't handle hunger on your own, which I'm here to tell you isn't true. Remember, when you are hungry, you feel emotions so much more intensely. So those intense, uncomfortable emotions layered on top of the hunger just creates even more discomfort when those thoughts and feelings are happening in tandem. It's like a snowball effect. Your physical symptoms are then exacerbated and intensified by the feelings you are generating by thinking the thoughts that are not serving you. And like, is that really a place you want to be? Do you like living in that space or do you just really want to try on the idea that hunger is just an emptiness in my stomach or a small tummy rumble? It's a suggestion to eat. And if I don't eat, my body will eat one of the stored meals I have on it and I will be okay because that is available to you and it might make, it might feel a whole lot better. And just imagine going through your day, like not worrying about breaks not worrying about what time you're going to get lunch, knowing that your body can handle it, like knowing that you are equipped to manage hunger, knowing that hunger isn't really a big deal. Like how much brain energy would you be saving not thinking about those types of things? How much peace would that bring to you? So much, so much less stress, so much less anxiety, so much less overwhelm, right? So while we were talking about hunger, um, I did want to interject another note about fasting. And I have done like a bajillion videos, tons and tons of videos on intermittent fasting on social media, on my website, in my online course. And I wanted to mention a key concept for you to consider when it comes to hunger before you consider intermittent fasting, um, because I, these things go hand in hand. So I really don't suggest you attempt intermittent fasting until you have normalized and gotten comfortable with the idea of experiencing hunger. For hunger, for some people, like hunger is still really scary. And we don't want to try to teach our body a new skill of fasting and deal with being like scared and anxious all the time, like all at the same time when it comes to hunger. Like, let me say that again, because I don't think I said it right. We want to try to teach our body a new skill we don't want to try to teach our body a new skill and deal with being scared and like nervous and anxious about hunger all at the same time. We want to be comfortable with hunger, know that it's not a big deal. And we also want to get your body into a physiologic state that is supportive to fasting. Then and only then when your body and your mind are really ready for it, then I want you to consider exploring intermittent fasting as a tool for health and weight loss, if that's what you desire. I'm not saying you have to, I'm just saying it's it's available to you if you're looking for it. But if you're not in the right headspace and your mind, your body's not in the right space physiologically, like I just don't think the whole the whole thing's not necessarily going to set you up for success. So ultimately, I want you to notice how your thoughts about hunger are making your entire experience of hunger a potentially really lousy experience and how you might be able to shift into thinking 
something differently about hunger that would serve you better overall. Because ultimately, in order to lose weight in a way that is sustainable and natural and consistent with the needs of your body, you are going to need to be in a place where you can experience manageable hunger. Um, Eating in the absence of hunger is just adding another stored meal to your body. And when you already have a lot of stored energy, is that really supportive to your weight loss? So All right, guys, thank you so much for listening today. Um, Again, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please share it with a friend that might enjoy the content. And if you could kindly leave me a review, I would greatly appreciate it. Again, this podcast is really my main platform for giving you guys solid information to help you with your um, weight loss goals. So, and if you are looking for more in-depth help and want someone to guide you through this process, I'm here for you. Just check out my website uh, for more information about my intimate group coaching program. I, like I said, my next group is likely starting in July. It's already filling up. So if you're ready, let's do this. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes. And if you like what I shared today, you should also check out weightlossbybrittany.com for even more great weight loss tips, some of my favorite recipes and mindset tools that I use to lose 40 pounds. Once there, you can also book a free consultation with me, Brittany Kolb, your certified life and weight loss coach. <laughs>